we asked Jeremy if he had six pictures that could represent him and his life, what would they be and why? And he gave us the following answers. Of course, it's difficult to set up my life in six pictures. It was too obvious to include justice, the courts and prisons as representing my life. And the fact is that they don't represent me. They've been imposed on me, quite wrongly, and in time, this imposition will be corrected. These six pictures that represent me are in some sort of order of importance. Picture one, friends and family. I was really lucky to have been adopted by my mum and dad who surrounded me with love and so much happiness. Sheila was a terrific big sister who made me so proud of her. Jacqueline lived with us through all her school holidays and she loved her little cousin madly and deeply and I loved her in return. I loved my family then and I love my family now, although it has expanded somewhat. My friends are an amazing part of that family, many whom I love dearly. Their love, support and kindness means everything to me. Picture 2. Farming and Conservation I adored growing up on the farm. All of my earliest memories are of me exploring the place, running about with Sheila, Mum, Dad, the au pairs, and my friends. Some of the things from my early life are being coloured by one of the au pairs whom I'm still in touch with. Mum loved wildlife and the conservation and inspired Dad and I to feel the same way. Mum and I would go for an evening walk to Primrose Woods, and if we were lucky, we would see a small family of stoats playing on the lane in the evening sunlight. Mum would identify the butterflies as they landed on various hedgerow flowers, and she would point out birdsong and explain which bird was singing. Often we would see if we could spot the actual bird. The land and the farm soil is ingrained into my soul. I love it, and I worry that big agro-farming is destroying places for my little stoats to play in the evening sun. That joyous feeling I had if we saw them may not happen to many little boys in the future, and that has to be a sad state of affairs. Picture 3. The Solar System I have to thank my dad for this aspect of my life. From a young age I'd go out with dad quite late at night when we checked on the farm animals, and if it was a clear night, dad would tell me about what we could see in the night sky. He would tell me stories about how you could find your way around the world by looking at the stars. We would talk about men landing on the moon. I'd been lucky enough to watch it on an old black and white TV at school. Space and Exploring it was all about me watching the first Doctor Who and Star Trek then, when I was a teenager, Star Wars. We all played in that world of spaceships and aliens rather than cowboys and Indians. I wanted to be a spaceman, as did all of my mates growing up. Then Dad took me to London to the planetarium, which was so exciting. Me and Dad would talk about the universe often. It was a subject we loved to talk about together. My whole life I've followed every spacecraft that's gone into space, loved seeing the pictures from the Hubble telescope, and seeing all the developments for us to be able to go into space. Maybe one day I'll still have the chance to be a spaceman. How I would love that. Picture 4. Fitness, the gym, and keeping healthy. I was quite a skinny kid aged about 11 or 12. My PE teacher at school showed me into our very poorly equipped weightlifting room. He showed me how to train with the weights and I just loved it. I just loved lifting weights and all of the banter when I'm lifting weights with my mates. I love the competition of lifting heavy weights. It's not just the training and looking trim and fit. It's about thinking about nutrition and how the body works. Understanding the psychology of training and competition. 
Although I'm not really into sports themselves, there is something about working out that has captured me. The whole vibe in a gym is great. I've begun to love circuit training, now that I'm older and simply can't lift the really heavy weights anymore. But 48 years on, that bug that made me love lifting weights in a gym has never left me. I still love going to a gym whenever I can, and enjoy it the most when I go with a group of mates. And we all train as hard as we can for an hour or so, supporting each other to get the most out of the session. It's just great. Picture 5. Live music. Don't get me wrong, I enjoy music, but live music is the music I love to watch and listen to most. I would have included dancing to live music, which I do enjoy, but I simply can't dance very well. As a teenage kid, my first exposure to good music that made me happy was going to see bands live. We would bunk out of school to go and see the latest punk band at a venue called the West Runton Pavilion. I also saw Susie Quattro there, and when home from school I would go to all the venues where local bands were playing. I'd go to London and see lots of the more famous groups such as Elvis Costello or the Rolling Stones. I'd go to Reading Rock Festival, anywhere there was music being played live. Now I like watching live music on TV or listening to concerts on the radio. Live music to me has soul that recorded music sometimes lacks. It's overproduced sometimes, and too full of sounds. Live music just makes me feel the notes as they are played. I just love it. Picture 6. Watches. Again, it's my mum and dad's fault that I love watches as I do. Dad owned a lovely watch by Omega. I wasn't allowed to play with it, but loved how it looked and sounded when it was ticking away against my ear. Then mum and dad returned from holiday in New Zealand. They had stopped off in Hong Kong and dad had haggled his way into a great deal on an automatic diver watch for me. It never left my arm as I loved the silly thing so much. I still own this watch to this day, although I don't have it in jail anymore. I love how mechanical watches are the finest of engineering. They can look amazing, they often feature incredible exciting new designs, with new features and new ideas for the mechanical way to measure time. We all measure time, and I find the philosophy of time fascinating. Most people, including me, see time passing day by day, but it doesn't pass at all because it's just light and dark, day or night. Watching time elapse on a clock seems to many people as boring as watching paint dry, but when it's ticking away on a beautiful timepiece, it's a thing of delight for me, because a watch doesn't just simply tell the time, it can define the moment. Watches with batteries have no soul, and they're incapable of defining even a second. For me, it has to be mechanical or nothing. So, to sum up what six pictures represent me or my life, for the first picture, all the people I love would fit into that first scene. The second would be my favourite, a stoke family playing on the lane. Thirdly, the picture would show Earth's place in our solar system. Then I think a dumbbell would represent my interest in working out in the gym. A saxophone might represent the live music that I love so much. And finally, a watch face to represent the intricate mechanisms that keep time ticking over. <laughs>